Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas Time. Another COVID variant. That's right, we're up to Omicron, the 15th letter in the Greek alphabet. Doctors in South Africa were the first to discover the new mutation of the virus, with new cases now showing up in a lot of countries. Few of us thought we'd be talking about COVID-19 at the end of 2021, but there seems to be some good news. Although the Omicron variant appears to be more contagious, early data indicates that its symptoms are mild, milder than the Delta variant at least. One of the differences is that this new mutation does not seem to cause a loss of taste or smell. Time will tell if Omicron is a problem or not, but no matter what we discover in the days and weeks ahead, we can know that there is one piece of news that is certain. Jesus Christ came into this world to save sinners, and that will not change. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series this week called Christmas Gifts from Heaven. It is that time of year. Wish lists are made by kids and cleverly left for their parents to see. Some even go to local malls to meet the big man from up north to tell him what they want for Christmas. After all, Santa Claus is coming to town. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. I wanted to bring you these. Letters and notes from the children of Samba Town, asking for more toys. You see, the Burgermeister destroyed the ones you brought. You tell those young'uns there'll be plenty of toys, but only if they behave themselves. No crying or pouting or... Oh, I, I'll know. I got ways of knowing. So you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not cry. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is coming. Merry Christmas. Remember that Christmas classic from 1970 told by puppets where Mickey Rooney gave his voice to Kris Kringle? Fred Astaire narrated it and sang that very familiar Christmas song. It was sort of a backstory to show how all the beliefs in Santa came together. And of course, most kids enjoy watching these specials. But there is someone even greater than Santa who gives us perfect and good gifts. And one of the greatest gifts we could ever receive is knowing that the creator of the universe created you, as well as children, with his own hands and gave you the precious gift of life. But what does that mean? And how does this truth shape who we are? And why did he even create us? Well, stick around for the answers to those questions. They very well might change your life forever. And just before we do that and open with a first song, I want to encourage you to send a gift that'll help the life of a loved one in a special way. Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. It's a modern retelling of John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. It's written by Tyler Van Haltren. He's a missionary in Cambodia. He teaches at a Bible college. He's the father of three young children. This beautifully illustrated storybook was written to help children better prepare to face the difficulties of life while strengthening their faith in Jesus. But let me say from experience, it'll be enjoyed by adults like you and me as well. And Tyler 
has done a masterful job publishing this book with a cloth hardcover and gold foil print. It's a real treasure that'll last for many years to come. I want to send Little Pilgrim's Big Journey for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. This is the kind of Christmas gift that'll have an impact on a life of a child for many years. After the program, call us at 800 654 2836-800-65-HAVEN. Or you could go online at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Look at the illustrations. Watch the video about the book. And if you'd like us to ship this directly to someone you know and you love, we can do that, and the shipping is free. That's what Stephen in Pennsylvania did. He gave a big gift and asked us to ship three books to two different addresses right away. Thanks for your Christmas gift to us, Stephen. I know those that you love and you will enjoy Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. I encourage everyone to make your gift right away so we can get this in the mail so it gets there in time for Christmas this year. And now let's open the program with Mercy Me. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing
Christmas Carol, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen by Mercy Me here on Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris and a program called Christmas Gifts from Heaven. Well, let me share with you a story that one of my good friends, Ted, shared with me about his son when he was small. Jimmy didn't always pay great attention at their family Bible reading time every night. So when he would start to drift, my friend Ted would try to bring him back by asking him a question. Even when he didn't have a clue what his dad had been reading, Jimmy always gave the same answer. Jesus. No matter what the question, he figured he was on pretty good ground if he just said Jesus. Now, Jimmy was right. He was on safe ground. Jesus is the answer. We're in a series this week called Christmas Gifts from Heaven, and one of the greatest gifts God gave us at Christmas was the answer to our questions, Who am I? Am I wanted? Am I loved? Jesus came as the answer to our most soul-perplexing questions. Janet and I have a good friend who's just found her birth mother. Ancestry.com will let you know when there's someone with DNA that matches yours. They matched her with her mother, and they made contact. Now, there was a joyful reunion. She heard the story of her mom's teenage pregnancy and the sorrow of giving her up for adoption. And this Christmas, her mother is flying out to meet her for the very first time since she was born and then let her baby go. Adopted children, when they grow up and become adults, almost universally have this need to know about their biological parents. There's this sense that they don't really know who they are unless they know who their birth parents were. How did I come to be born? How did I come to be adopted? Where did my nose come from or my curly hair? Who do I take after? At the heart of those questions, there's usually some pain. Was I not loved? Was I not wanted? This Christmas, I pray you will receive the gift of God's answer to those questions. Whether you're adopted or not, the scriptures tell you your true story. They tell you where you came from. They tell you if you're loved and if you're wanted. They tell you who you are. So let's go back. Let's go way back to find the answer to where you came from we need to go to the beginning. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Now, this may sound a little impersonal to you, but it's not. This is not just your ancestry. This is the story of your own creation. You're not a biological happenstance of evolution. You're not a result of your parents' accidental mistake. You were personally created by God in his image. And you can sing with David, Psalm 139, 14, I praise you. Because I am fearfully and wonderfully made, your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Think about that. He made you. And his works are wonderful. Regardless of the DNA he used, the creator of the universe came near, and he crafted you with his own hands, 
full of dignity and value. He created you to wear his image like a royal robe around you and to be a ruler, an overseer of his creation. And he created you to be in intimate, loving fellowship with himself. That's who you are. But then why? Another deep question. Why am I the way I am? Every religion on earth has this in common. They all start with the fact that we've lost something somewhere. Genesis tells us why I feel that way. It's because of what happened at the beginning. When the whole universe was thrown out of kilter, I did lose something. God's son, Adam, was my representative. He was the head and the proxy of the entire human race, and he violated his trust. He disobeyed his creator. And as a result, we've all become exiles from our God and from our home. We've all lost touch with our own identity. The Bible explains the great paradox of who we are. We are so awesome, endowed with so much potential, so much ability to think, to be creative, to communicate, to relate, and yet we're just messed up. But follow the story through to Christmas. Follow it through to Jesus. And you'll see the answer to that loss of place, that loss of identity. Why am I lost? Was I not loved? Was I not wanted? Jesus told a story that answers those questions. It's really your story. Let's hear it now from the Jesus Storybook Bible. Running away. Jesus told this story about a boy who ran away. Once upon a time, there was a boy and his dad. Now, one day the boy gets to thinking, maybe if I didn't have my dad around telling me what is good for me all the time, I'd be happier. He's spoiling my fun, he thinks. Does my dad really want me to be happy? Does my dad really love me? The son never thought of that before, but suddenly he doesn't know anymore. So the son goes to his father and says, Dad, I'm better off without you. I can look after myself. Just give me my share of your money. His father's sad, but he won't force his boy to stay, so he gives his son what he wants. The son takes the money and goes on a long, long journey to a far-off country, and everything's wonderful and perfect for a while. He can go wherever he wants, do whatever he wants, be whoever he wants. He is the boss. He is free. Sometimes he gets a strange, hungry, homesick feeling inside his heart. But then he just eats more, or drinks more, or buys more clothes, or goes to more parties until it goes away. But soon his money runs out, and so do his friends. He ends up getting the only job he can find, feeding pigs. One day he is so hungry and so desperate, he even tries some piggy food. What am I doing? he says suddenly as if he has woken from a nightmare. He spits, yuck, all of it, ick, out of his mouth. My father's rich, and here I am in a pigsty eating piggy food. He wipes his mouth and dusts himself off. I'm going home. As he starts for home, though, he begins to worry. Oh, Dad won't love me anymore. I've been too bad. He won't want me for his son anymore, so he practices his I'm sorry speech. 
All this time, what he doesn't know is that day after day his dad had been standing on his porch, straining his eyes, looking into the distance, waiting for his son to come home. He just can't stop loving him. He longs for the sound of his boy's voice. He can't be happy until he gets him back. The son is still a long way off, but his dad sees him coming. What will the dad do? Fold his arms and frown? Shout, That'll teach you! And... Just you wait, young man. No, that's not how this story goes. The dad leaps off the porch, races down the hill, through the gap, in the hedge, up the road. Before his son can even begin his I'm sorry speech, his dad runs to him, throws his arms around him and can't stop kissing him. Let's have a party, his dad shouts. My boy's home. He ran away. I lost him. But now I have him back. Jesus told them, God is like the dad who couldn't stop loving his boy. And people are like the son who said, Does my dad really want me to be happy? Jesus told people this story to show them what God is like and to show people what they are like so they could know however far they ran however well they hid however lost they were it wouldn't matter because God's children could never run too far or be too lost for God to find them actor David Suchet narrating from the Jesus Storybook Bible DVD a story you've heard before from Luke 15. It's often called the story of the prodigal son. We were not given up for adoption. We were lost because of our sin. This is Jesus retelling the story of the fall in Genesis and how it plays itself out in each of our lives. If you're following Jesus Christ, you are a precious prodigal son or daughter who was lost but has now been found. Jesus is God bursting into our world, into your life, to bring you the answer to your questions. You were so wanted that God sent his son to die for you so he could bring you back home. I pray you understand what that answer means and how it changes your life. It means you can look at Jesus and know who you are. You can know that you are loved, that you are wanted. You can see the price and know that God sought you with all his heart and soul and strength, that he sent his very son to die for you so he could have you back. It means you've come home. You're not adrift in this world. You're not in exile. You're home. You're in the Father's house. You're not out in the cold, no matter how cold it is. You're behind the closed door, sitting at the table with your Savior, that hidden room in your heart that feels unloved and excluded can flood with light and joy. Your Father in heaven is throwing a party over you. It means you don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to create your own identity. You don't need a life coach in Hollywood. You don't even have to know yourself because you are deeply known by your Father God. He's given you a new name, we're told in Scripture, a new personal identity in Jesus. You're his son, his daughter, and he's given you his spirit, that great ring of authority, so you can begin to live out who you are. You can begin to become the person you already are in Christ Jesus. 
That is the gift of Christmas. Arranged by John Rutter and performed by Serific Fire and Patrick Dupree Quigley. I wonder as I wander here on Haven Today in a program called The Christmas Gifts from Heaven. And it's my prayer that you've been blessed today to take some time out of a busy life, maybe even a busy holiday schedule, to remember the great gifts God has given us through His Son, Jesus. I want you to continue being reminded of this truth over these next days ahead and to share it with others through the illustrated storybook called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. The author of this modern-day adaptation of Pilgrim's Progress told me he wanted to encourage kids that life will be hard at times, but if you have Jesus in your life, 
He'll give you the courage and peace you need to finish well. And we've heard from so many people who are asking us to send this gift to somebody they love this Christmas season. Yesterday, we got a sweet note from Jane in California, who's been teaching elementary students at a Christian school for, get ready, 57 years. She gave us a generous gift along with some encouraging words, and I know her students are really going to enjoy Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. It's over 200 pages of illustrations and easy-to-understand words. This cloth-covered, hardback book will be treasured by all for years to come. So pray about how generous you can be. But then get in touch with us. But do it today to request this book. And if you order today, we can still ship it for free to you or directly to a loved one with enough time to arrive by Christmas. Our number to call right now is 800 654 2836. That's 865 Haven. Or visit us online. Take a look at the book's illustrations and then make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And just before we go, let me remind you we still have the Manger Mission storybook and nativity set for your gift. There's still time for you to start a new Christmas tradition or send it to a family to encourage them to discover Jesus, just like the wise men. Ask about it when you call or watch the video about it online. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow, when again we'll share together the great story. It's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. My wife and I used to live in Colorado, and the beauty of the Rocky Mountains greeted us every morning. But we didn't appreciate it then, not until we moved away. A few months ago, traveling back to Colorado to visit family, we caught our first glimpse of those mountains and were awestruck. You see, when things are familiar, it's easy to miss out on the wonder they deserve. Try to hear these words in that light. For God so loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. It might be familiar, but don't miss out on the grandeur of that truth. Get daily encouragement from God's Word with Anchor Devotional. Try it out at GetAnchor.com.